indefinable. So what this causes is mass moral demoralization. If you don't know what's real and no one can prove what's real, even though we can prove what's real, you know, us that are pushing the realness, it doesn't matter because cognitive dissonance is so powerful down to the fact that you live in a clown world democracy where everyone is entitled to their opinion. Everyone has the right to be wrong. You get what I mean? There is no white, there is no black, just this gray dishwater reality. This is what it's all about, man. Is exactly what Surkov is alleged to have done in the Ukraine this year. In typical fashion, as the war began, Surkov published a short story about something he called non-linear war. A war where you never know what the enemy are really up to, or even who they are. The underlying aim, Surkov says, is not to win the war, but to use the conflict to create a constant state of destabilized perception. This is out of the playbook of 1984. George Orwell, I'm not a fan, he's a faggot, Fabian Society, communist, you know, subversion agent. But by the same token, okay, the war is not meant to be won, it is meant to be sustained. It's never meant to end, okay, the forever wars. In order to manage and control. But maybe we have something similar emerging here in Britain. Everything we're told by journalists and politicians is confusing and contradictory. Of course, there is no Mr. Sarkov in charge, but it's an odd, non-linear world that plays into the hands of those in power. British troops have come home from Afghanistan, but nobody seems to know whether it was a victory or whether it was a defeat. Aging distrockers are prosecuted for crimes they committed decades ago, while practically no one in the city of London this was made in 2016, this documentary, Hypernormalization, okay? We've just had it again with um, Afghan, okay? Now, we don't know if we won or lost that war, do we? We don't know. All we know is that now they're bringing the enemy into the USA, whether you like it or not, Guy. You know, Trump, he's there like, I would have pulled out the war early, no, no, no. He didn't. <laughs> and then all of a sudden we get Biden come in and he just yanks them out in 10 minutes. Now, there's a video from Biden maybe... 12, 13 years ago going, it's going to take at least seven months to get people out. Nine to ten months if you want to get the equipment as well. So this is what it's all about. You can't just pull people out overnight. What did Bright Biden do a couple of months ago? Pulled them all out overnight. It was fucking chaos. You remember, these are the black magicians, the chaos agents. Is prosecuted for the endless financial crimes that are being revealed there. In Syria, we are told that President Assad is the evil enemy. But then his enemies turn out to be even more evil than him. So we bomb them. And by doing that, we help keep Assad in power. But the real epicenter of this non-linear world is the economy. And the closest we have to our own shape-shifting, postmodern politician is George Osborne. He tells us proudly that the economy is growing. But at the same time, wages are going down. He says he is cutting the deficit. But then it's revealed that the deficit is going up. But the dark heart of this shape-shifting world is quantitative easing. The government is... Okay, quantitative easing is when you have an economy. Let's say we've got a struggle. You know, we're on a downturn. So what do we do? We just print more money. Just print more money. Okay, that's all it's about. Printing more money. <laughs> you just It's not even a band-aid. It's just, it's deliberately fucking the guy. Okay, it causes hyperinflatory economic problems you know serious issues think of 
Germany, hyperinflation. Think of, you know, the crash of Wall Street, that kind of stuff, you know. Is insisting on taking billions of pounds out of the economy through its austerity program. Yet at the very same time, it is pumping billions of pounds into the economy through quantitative easing. The equivalent of £24,000 for every family in Britain. These are the two tactics used by the pigeon pecker industrial complex over at the Fed. You've got quantitative easing, which I just explained, printing stuff to make it the problem go away when it doesn't and they know full well it doesn't. And then you've got fractional reserve banking. Now, fractional reserve banking is where I print money out of thin air. In fact, scrub that. We don't even print it anymore. They're just digits on a screen at this point, digital figures. And once these digital figures are put into place, I will then lend them to the government at interest and then the government will be in debt to me the banker okay so they will pay off let's say the 10 trillion that i have digitally printed and after this digital printing has been lent to them okay they'll owe me 15 trillion you see how that works fractional reserve banking now there's only one loser here it's not the government and it's not the fed it's you guy debt equals slavery think of the big short Think of 2008, think about all the times, okay, that the guy has been left holding the bag. Too many. But it gets even more confusing, because the Bank of England have admitted that those billions of pounds have not gone where they are supposed to. A vast amount of the money has actually found its way into the hands of the wealthiest 5% in Britain. It has been described as the biggest transfer of wealth to the rich in recent documented history. It could be a huge scandal, comparable to the greedy oligarchs in Russia. The, ruth the greedy oligarchs in Russia. I wonder who he's talking about. ...this elite siphoning off billions of public money. But nobody seems to know. It sums up the strange mood of our time, where nothing really makes any coherent sense. We live with a constant vaudeville of contradictory stories that makes it impossible for any real opposition to emerge because they can't counter it with a coherent narrative of their own. And it means that we as individuals become ever more powerless, unable to challenge anything because we live in a state of confusion and uncertainty to which the response is, oh dear. Oh but that's dear. what they want you to say. Oh, dearie me. We're going to move on. So, why is the US government spending millions trying to weaponize memes? Okay, now, if you know about Western, you know it's all about the memes and the streams. But I didn't just pull this out of my head, okay? I knew the power of memetic warfare, okay? You've got to be a culture warlord in this life in order to contribute to the marketplace of ideas. That's how it goes, you know. If you're just an avatar, you're just IRL, you know. You're not URL. Do you get what I mean? We're going to move into here. So this is from July the 5th, 2017, okay. Now, 
July 14th, 2011, the US Department of Defense put out a press release that was widely unnoticed, buried in a poorly formatted government website. DARPA, that's the defense arm of the military, okay, like the Silicon Valley of the Pentagon. They, DARPA was forming a new initiative, the, M, the SMISC, the Social Media and Strategic Communications. At the time, it must have seemed a bit laughable. Instagram just had 5 million users. The idea of social media influence, influencers was nascent. Your parents weren't on Facebook yet, and memes looked like this, okay? Bit odd, isn't it? Bad Luck Brian, that's Bad Luck Brian, by the way, um, seemed like a quaint vestigial humour from a different internet. A more structured place where memes had strict formats enforced by communities like Reddit, ImageUR, and 4chan, okay? It was in the primordial mimetic environment that the SMISC laid out its four objectives. Number one. Detect, classify, measure, and track formation, development, and spread of ideas and concepts, memes, and B, purposeful or deceptive messaging and misinformation. Recognize persuasion, campaign structures and influence operations across social media sites and communities. Identify participants and intent and measure effects of persuasion campaigns. Counter messaging of detected adversary influence operations it's the fourth point that's a bit suspicious and smells like propaganda i'm not making assumptions here it's a stated goal hold on because this is where things get a little bit weird dr robert finkelstein worked on the military memetics program there's your mm guy the predecessor of the SMISC. He gave a presentation at the Social Media Defense Summit a few years back. 155 slides on memes and military applications there are. So it goes on to say, putting aside the fact that he calls memes e-memes, what a nerd, there are some insidiously transparent goals of the program. For instance, memes will exploit the psychological vulnerabilities of hostile forces to create fear, confusion, and paralysis thus undermining morale and fighting spirit. As a matter of fact, Dr. Robert Finkelstein, okay, proposed creating an entity called the Meme Control Center, a framework for meme war. This entity would both analyze and uh, enemy memes and for information and produce friendly memes for offensive purposes. Now this here, this little map, okay, I've made one of my own for you guys, okay? Now just give me a moment. Give me a moment, chaps. Bang. Give me a moment. Okay. So, I'm going to cover up the chat for a minute just to get this up. Now look, this is the same thing, but look. Memetics for intelligence, national defense, and my... Oh, you can't see it actually, though. I just realized there's a bar in the way. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. Give me a second. Um... I'm just going to cover up the original. It's the same thing. So, Memetics for Intelligence Nash and National Defense Mind and R&D Center. That's my house, okay? Then you've got the Meme Control Center. That's Goyam TV, Telegram, Twitter. Then you've got the Meme Control Officer. That's me, okay? Then you've got the Meme Processing Center and the Meme Counter Processing Center. This is Photoshop. And then here is the bottom is the world. The world, okay? That's you. <laughs> so that's it, Goy. That's what it is. Okay. 
Whether the meme control center was ever actualized or is not classified information, we'll never know what happened unless there is some sort of leak. And as of now, the CIA's very lame, lame internal memes have been leaked. But the, simply, the fact is that the idea was seriously considered at the highest levels of the Department of Defense is remarkable. It speaks volumes about the world we live in and the immense power something as simple as memes can have, whether wielded by 14-year-olds or the CIA. Keep in mind, it is officially illegal for the US to deploy propaganda on domestic audiences because of the Smith-Mund Act. We know that that changed since this article was written, obviously. So it goes on to say, however, that was hasn't stopped folks like Dr. Finkelstein from posting that a post-communism narrative is needed for a global struggle against asymmetric adversaries, or as Dewey would like to say, anti-symmetric <laughs> adversaries, okay? It also hasn't stopped the SMIC from partnering with the major social media corporations like Facebook to collect user data. And given what we know about Snowden NSA leaks, bearing in mind Snowden's a faggot shield, but we're going to take it on the chin. One can't help but be a tad concerned about the ethical quandaries that arise from such research, especially when a status pur stated purpose of the military memetics program is countering ter terrorists and insurgents before and after they become terrorists and insurgents, influencing belief in a scientific way. Here's some of the studies that have been conducted. As odd as it may seem, military, uh, military researchers like this dead like, sorry, military researchers take this dead seriously and the program has a massive budget. Okay, that's seriously stuff. Seriously, seriously crazy stuff. How good is the US government at making memes? You know, like this stuff is all here, guys. It's all, all here. I'll drop the link into the chat for you just to see it. Bang. Okay. But look, just to give you guys an idea of what it's all about, you know. That was, uh, I think we've got what we wanted out of that. I'm going to move on to the next piece. Give me a moment. Okay, now we're talking about memes and all the rest of it. Okay, do you remember Keck and all that kind of stuff? We'll move on to Keck later, but just keep Keck in mind, you know, the frog. Meanwhile, we've got this. Now, Lieutenant Colonel Michael Aquino, there's number one for you, Ned, was um, head of many different institutions. And uh, one of them was the Space Force, okay? Space Command. They utilize memetic warfare to spread ideas and subliminal messages. Space Force! 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 Space is a war-fighting domain, just like the land, the air, and sea. We have the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Space Force. Ah, my new national strategy could be... Space Force! Space, 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 Space Force! Space Force! Space, Space, Space Force! Space Force! Space, Space, Space Force! Space, 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 force. We're doing a tremendous amount of work in space. They said maybe we need a new force. We'll call it the Space Force. And I was not really serious. And then I said, what a great idea. Tremendous. Tremendous. Space Force, space, 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 force. Space Force, space,
hairspray. Because hairspray is going to affect the other. They say, I say, no way. My apartment is all sealed. You're telling me that affects the ozone layer. I want to put a little spray. Okay, give me a moment. For some reason that's opened in a strange tab. Love you, but you gotta let me talk. Oh, oh highest level military intelligence. Tell me more are you about it. Are you ready for your turn to speak, sir? Are you listening? Are you hey, listening? Tell me about the highest level military intelligence. You keep interrupting me. Because you're lying. You're full of shit. I will not suffer your two people after this. Telling you to your face, man. I understand magical powers. Trump's a small part of the larger Q universe. We're now learning the secret of Q power. He is a Q priest. He is a religion. Q told us that Hillary was in a prison. He's a well-meaning person, but he's a lightweight. Jake the Barbarian, I guess, was his earlier incantation or incarnation. We have Q on the line. Q shaman. Listen, you're. We're going to be going into cyber shaman later in the show this is all connected all of this every lyric in this song has been selected with hollywood careful precision q wizard q shaman you are a shamanic wizard we get that q shaman go ahead q shaman you keep interrupting me because you're lying i will not suffer your two people after this The almighty Q Lord, you are his priest. I don't know if he's for real or whether he's hired in a kite. And it's always, oh, there's energy. So you got a bunch of Q-tards into the Capitol. Q told us that Trump was invincible. You said he was the Messiah. Trump's the regular God. He's not Jesus Christ. They'll never win their wrongs if they're wrong. We have Q on the line. Q shaman. Listen, you're a Q wizard. Q shaman. You are a shamanic wizard. We get that. Q shaman. Really? No, you're full of crap. Fuck, bruh. So that is it. This is memetic warfare. This is what I'm talking about, okay? So look, just to give you guys an idea. Now, we had Lampshade Queen asking about what is Kek, what is Pep, what's the relation? Now, look, Kek is an ancient Egyptian deity that is directly worshipped by the likes of Lieutenant Colonel Michael Aquino in the Temple of Set. Okay, Kek is the deification of the primordial concept of darkness in ancient Egyptian religion. He embodies the time right before the dawn, making him the bringer of light. Okay, think about it, Lucifer. Now, oh, I hate when he does that. Now, I want to show you this just quickly. It's one in the plan, but it's just popped in my head. Okay, Roy Cohen. Okay, frogs. Now look, what is a billionaire Jewish lawyer doing with a house full of frogs? Okay, this is incredibly deep 
esoteric etymology. This is serious shit, okay? Keck is a chaos agent, chaos energy, chaos magic. This stuff is used to inaugurate a new era, okay? A new Luciferian golden age. This is what it's all about, guys. Okay, so... Keck is portrayed as a man with a frog head. In hieroglyphics, Keck is uh, portrayed as a man seemingly sitting at a computer screen. <laughs> Serious shit, boys. Pairs and numbers are very important in Ogdod mythology. Repeating numbers were used to create the universe according to the Ogdod. Keck is using 4chan as a vessel to spread his message and to usher in a new era of light. Okay, mimetic magic, boys. This is what it's all about. Why do they call him Pepe? Because there was an old show years ago called Pepe the Frog. If you want to go into that, it's just about some fucking normie cartoon that they ripped it off. So that's what it is, Lampshade Queen. But look, I'm just going to go back into the notes here quickly. Q Shaman. Q Shaman. Q Shaman. Why ain't this loading, man? Here we go. Okay, so I've got a train passing my house. Bear with me a second. It's a bit loud. How an ancient Egyptian god spurred the rise of Trump. Okay. Donald's, Donald Trump's presidency is well underway, but many observers are still trying to understand how he won the office in the first place. Plenty of explanations are circulating, from Hillary Clinton's weaknesses as a candidate to pervasive sexism and class disenfranchisement in the Rust Belt. But, whatever the truth, those who worked tirelessly on behalf of Trump have got to where they got to, sorry, have got what they were after. Sorry, I'm stuttering a bit there. A small subset of these campaigners is worth special attention, not so much because of their political convictions, but because of their unrestrained fervour to fulfil an ancient Egyptian prophecy involving Trump, a cartoon frog, and an online counterculture, CC33 counterculture in your face. The story starts with the infamous online board 4chan, which was the weather vane of the internet subculture since its conception in 2003. 4chan is divided into subforums about topics ranging from video games to anime to politics. Users communicate largely through memes. Images somehow grounded in pop culture and featuring a recurring character, figure or phrase. Around 2010, 4chan users began posting and reposting the image of a cartoon frog, Pepe, okay? Now, bear in mind you as well, um, I believe that uh, Pepe means, um, I think it means f like father or something in a certain language, I don't know, but don't take that as gospel, that's just me off the, off the, off the tip of my tongue. Um, by 2015, his wrinkly, wide-eyed face had become a staple meme within the community, okay? This is all here, guys, okay? I can't go through the whole thing, but look, bang, ancient statue of Keck, prophecy of Keck, look, this is all there, man. This is all there. Internet meme magic. Look, it's all there, boys. It's all there, okay? This is all Lieutenant Colonel Michael Aquino. This is what it's about, okay? Using psychological operations to mould and to disfigure the very fabric of social culture, okay? Culture warlords, man. Culture warlords. It's what it's about. Gonna move on. Cute shaman. Cute shaman. Okay, I'm not going to go right into this because this is a long PDF, but it's all here if you want to see it from under, you know, beneath in the description. So look, we've got, granted by the Lord Leon um, coat of arms, uh, Court of Lord Leon, Edinburgh, Scotland, by letters, patent of May 18th, 2006. Now look, okay, all of this stuff here, okay, is 
his credentials within the Freemasonic Fraternal Orders. Okay, look, bang, he just got badges coming out of his fucking ear holes, this dude. Look, Special Operations Command, Space Command, uh, Veritas at Liberas, Liberatas, I mean. All of this stuff, man, it's all here, all here, all here. But, um, I, I mean, I'm not going to go right through all of this, but you, you get the image. Look, it's just all fucking here. There's always credentials, always contributions. Look, the Church of Satan, 1969 to 1975. This is his curriculum vitae, by the way, his CV. The Council of Nine, you know. Think about the Order of the Nine Circles. Maybe that has some correlation there. I don't know. Temple of Set, okay. you got to remember, yeah, Lieutenant Colonel Michael Aquino, by the way, is dead now, okay? And I didn't know this, and I'll be honest with you, yeah, as sick as this man is, as fucked up and warped and disturbed as his ethos is, his modus operandi, I'm a little bit gutted, you know? I'm obsessed with researching this stuff, and now it's just gone, you know? Finished, you know? He's dead. He's gone, which is a good thing, obviously, but I'm just saying. It puts my fun and games to an end. This is why I did the show. Just scrolling through it. I'm just got there. It's a book he wrote called Extreme Prejudice. Now, they um, went into uh, a big operation using children for mind control. You know the film Stranger Things, the TV series, okay? That was all based on the 1980s, okay? Project Rainbow. You'll notice a lot of rainbow symbolism within the TV series, okay? Just to give you an example Stranger Things, Rainbow. It's like raindrop. Look, the Rainbow Room. So look, there's a rainbow room, okay, that's the first one, and plus you got the RR, that's a 36, now look, bang, because you're lying, you're full of shit, rainbow, everything is about the rainbow, they're not showing enough of it here on Google, because they're cunts, but like, so much symbolism with rainbows within the show, okay, like every episode, there's just rainbows up to the eyeballs, you know, but anyways, the point I'm making is, it all occurred in the 80s now, in the year, and believe me, it wasn't a mistake that they chose this year for this operation, the year 1988, okay, they snatched a bunch of kindergarten kids and children off the streets, and they took them to dumbs, deep underground military bases where they performed rituals and sacrifices and high-tech, higher-level MK Ultra style shit on them, trying to get children to perform in ways which were supernatural we're talking telekinesis telepathy okay this is all like an offshoot of mk ultra project stargate we're talking about non um non-physical physical stuff do you get what i mean using things with your mind remote viewing all that kind of shit you know crazy shit you know putting a baby who don't even know he's a baby he's so young and then just um, putting him on the floor in a room a cold room and then just um, filling the room with tarantulas and snakes and then writing down the results you know using sexual abuse using electroshock therapy using drugs and lsd on children and babies madness okay magic science and religion all in one and i'm not talking about our religion i'm talking about his religion, you get me, it's fucking nutty nutty gear, nutty mad stuff, so these are the books that he has written regarding direct psyops, okay, so we've got Mind War, we've got Find Far, uh, sorry, Mind Star, sorry, and then you've got, I can't find Find Far, there's another one called Find Far, it's a, it's, um, a trilogy of books written by this guy, but yeah, like I said, man, you guys want to go through all this stuff? Okay, it's all there if you want to go over it in great detail. But the links are obviously um, over the top, you know. We'll be here till fucking next week to go through all of them links. They're just uh, things about his 
his CV, that's all it is, it's his CV. But I just thought I'd show you his CV. Now we've got this, okay? US military studied how to influence Twitter users in DARPA-funded research. This is back to memetic warfare, okay? It's all here, it's all here. You know, Occupy Wall Street memes, you know? Um, Trump campaign memes. Um, January 6th memes. It's all there, guys, it's all there. Serious shit, serious shit. Look at this fucking pigeon pecker, look. Sheryl Sandberg apologized for poor communication over psychological experiments to manipulate users' emotions. Sheryl Sandberg, okay, they're all in it together, guys. All of them, all of them. Serious shit. Okay. Do, 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 do. So now we're gonna go through this, okay? Not entirely, not in its entirety, because um, it's a lot, a lot, a lot of reading to do. But look, I'm just going to do some shortcuts. Meme. I'm just going to type in meme. Okay, so we began analysing over 100 million comments on 4chan's poll, a radical web community that our previous work has shown to be highly influential for the origin and spread of memes, and therefore an important source for contextualising new viral memes such as the Boogaloo. Yes, guys, the Boogaloo. Okay, now the Boogaloo, we all know what that is, don't we? And if you don't, please someone explain it on my behalf in the chat, because I don't have time to explain absolutely everything. In figure one, comprehensive topic map in of the term shows that the Boogaloo communicates a suddenly emergent yellow, inevitable blue-green apocalyptic event, blue. It says terms such as hopefully and someday migrate toward quickly and overnight and confirm that the viral-like emergence of the boogaloo is promoted by radical communities. Yeah, yeah. They ain't fucking around, guys, okay? You, you know, they are 10 steps ahead. Like, I'll give you an example. Like, look, um, RWDS, right-wing death squads, you know, Atomwaffen, you know, all of this stuff, man, you know, like, look. You know what I think, you know my politics, but I'm just saying, you know, um, it's so easily co-opted by these people, okay? This is what they want, okay? They want this, they want this, you better believe it. Does that mean that Hitler was a bad guy? No, I fucking love the man, but I'm just telling you now, okay, this shit, okay, is being co-opted by these fucking psychopaths, for real, okay? Beware of the glow nigger. Beware of the glowy. Whatever you do, do not fall into Glowville, USA, because you won't get out of that fucking town. Okay. So, look, the report you're about to read, Cyber Swarming, Mimetic Warfare and Viral Insurgency, represents a breakthrough case study in the capacity to identify cyber swarms and viral insurgencies in nearly, sorry, in nearly real time as they are developing in plain sight. The result of the analysis of 100 million social media comments, the authors demonstrate how the Boogaloo meme, a joke for some, acts 